What's up, guys and gals? It's Mike here from the Internet Scholars Podcast here with a, uh, a special short podcast here with my buddy Cruz. Please introduce yourself, Cruz. Hey, man. How's yeah. it going? Yeah, he's trying to get his own thing started up, and he was like, hey, I want to talk Star Wars. So I was like, yeah, I'll help you out with that. I got the setup. Let's do this. And here we are to talk about a, a Star Wars movie question mark. Totally. <laughs> That was a joke. Just play along with the joke, man. It was good. Uh, but anyways, we're going to talk about uh, Rise of Skywalker, the ninth and final film in the Skywalker's franchise. Um, I want to give Cruz as much room here to do what he wants as we want here, so I'm going to let him get started. He's got some notes. We're going to break right. this down scene by scene, I believe is the plan. Give some thoughts overall at the end. Right. All right, go ahead and start. This off, movie Cruz. has been out for over a month now, and I still can't stop thinking about how much of a farce it is. It, uh, it, it is, there's a reason why I said movie question mark to uh, introduce right. this movie. Right. So, let's get started. I want to start with the opening crawl. I personally didn't care for it. Yeah, opening crawl is so stupid. It's like, hey, <laughs> out of nowhere, Palpatine's back. It's like, oh, you mean that, that, that one, the thing you gave away in the trailer is kind of dumb. Uh, right. You brought Ian McDermott on stage at Star Wars Celebration to introduce right. this. I thought like, it was still great. Oh, Ian McDermott himself is. We'll get to his portrayal later. I think he right. was still great. I think the idea of the Emperor isn't bad. Right. Uh, like, bringing the Emperor back, I don't think it's a terrible decision, but I think the execution was terrible, and the fact that they didn't set it up in the other two movies, terrible. Right. I think, uh, yeah, when he first popped up, he looked exactly like the Grim Reaper from Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can like, definitely he did see not that. look like Palpatine at all. Well, he wasn't supposed to. He was. Right, he was whatever the fuck he was. That was never explained to us. We'll no. get to that later, I'm sure. But uh, he said that he died many times. <clears throat> like, but he doesn't explain that either. Yeah, no, that's not explained. <laughs> uh, we'll probably get explained in some novel like ten years from now. And he doesn't really have a plan either. Like he changed his mind like seven times. I think like, he he has a plan. I just don't think we like, know what the plan is. Like no, first he wanted Kylo Ren to kill Rey. And then he wanted Ray to kill him so that he could... Yeah, but I think that possess. was all part of, like, his grander plan. Like, it was like, no, we need Kylo to push Ray here, and then we need Ray to willingly give herself up so basically Palpatine can steal her powers. I, I don't know. I think he had a bigger plan. It's just the movie didn't let us see it. You know what I mean? I guess. But <laughs> like I said, uh, And then I he just wants to, like, force-suck them both at the end. So, like, why didn't he just do that at the start? Well, that would have been the easiest uh, method to do it, for sure. I, it's so many problems with this movie question Like, mark. when did he learn the Force suck anyway? <laughs> the same well, place he learned to, like, force lightning a cloud. Like, what What was up with that at the end? Well, all of a sudden, like, it's like, oh, I can just shock every single fucking spaceship that's out there that aren't mine. I'm able to specifically choose the rebel ships. Like, yeah, but, like... Or resistance ships, I should say. He could have done that in, like, Return of the Jedi. Like, why didn't he, like, force suck off Luke in, in the final battle of that? Like, Because say what you will about George Lucas, you know, he, uh, he at least knew how to tell a story. He could have force sucked uh, Mace Windu. Yeah, yeah he could have. <laughs> and Mace Windu could have survived the fall, but, you know, <laughs> right? who's here to say? So, uh, the only part I generally liked is uh, Poe and Finn's uh, Millennium Falcon fight 
like at the very beginning. Like, like that uh, was actually a really good action sequence. Like I really like. Yeah, I, th- I think the the after the opening curl, I think the opening scene like with Kylo like uh, going through a uh, that was Mustafar. That's been confirmed. Like that Mustafar fight, like leading up to him finding the Jedi Temple. I think that was good. I think the. I the think foe and pin like smuggling uh, had like good Star Wars banter. Like, there's a lot of goodness movie. There's just a lot in right. this movie to where it's almost not a movie. So I good. think Poe and Finn have like great chemistry. Poe like, and Finn have like, great chemistry as like a buddy cop duo. Finn and Ray have great chemistry. Poe and Ray have great chemistry. Like the main cast was solid, and I think that's one of the pluses of this movie overall is that it kept the main characters together for most of it. The only problem is their character arcs are not. Totally well, done. There are no character arcs. Like, so that was the problem. I think Finn's character arc was done in Force Awakens. Because, like, in The Last Jedi, they don't do anything with him. It was just him and Rose doing yeah. whatever. And Rose was gone completely in this movie. So he, gets a, so he gets a third love interest in this movie. So. Right. And in this one, they set up that he's, like, Force sensitive. Yeah, he's definitely like? Force sensitive, yeah. And it, it's been confirmed that the thing that he was trying to tell Ray was that he was force sensitive, and then, like, obviously, with his ability to find uh, the ship that had the lock, he was force sensitive. Uh, which I think is cool because, like, the trailers of Force Awakens like right. made it seem like, oh man, we got our next Jedi here, and like to like pay some of that off, I think was nice. But because they never were able to dive into that, because no characters were given any growth in this movie besides Kylo, which uh, Kylo's actually one of the strong points in this movie for me. Sorry, Ben. He definitely becomes Ben in this. But I think Finn and Poe, like, the, the chemistry that all the characters had was great, but the characters didn't go anywhere. Right. I think it's the problem. I, I really think uh, it would have been cool to see a Jedi Finn. I, like, we still might. Of all the, all the main cast going forward, I think Finn's the most likely to come back, just because uh, Daisy Ridley, I don't think, wants to do it, and... Um, and Oscar Isaac just—he's got so much talent. He doesn't have to do it. Like he'll have so much <laughs> other stuff to do. Like anything he's been in has been amazing. Right. And at the beginning, or not the beginning, like you know, towards the second act, he wanted to tell Ray something. Yeah. And it was either he's gonna tell her he's force sensitive, or that he loves her. Yeah, it was, it was definitely. And it never sensitive. comes up again. Nope. <laughs> nope. Well, no, it came up like uh, like you know ten minutes later when Poe's like, "Hey, yo, what's up? We're, we're up with that to Finn," but then it's never paid off. You know what I think happened? Like J.J. Abrams didn't know how to have the sequel planned, so he set up like five different screenplays, and then the intern was going to take him to the executive, and then somehow the intern like tripped and fell, so he just gathered up all the pages and. <laughs> Piled them on top of each other. I feel it was more that they just handed JJ a mess, and they were like, "Do the best you can with this." And he was like, "Ah," and then they were like, "Oh, and you have like half the budget to shoot." And he's like, "Ah." Oh, and you have to make sure Leia's in there. He's like, "Ah," and then they're like, "Oh, <laughs> right. you have to." You, you also uh, have half the shooting time. And he's like, "Fuck." <laughs> so then he just took all the scripts and threw it all together. <laughs> right. That's why we got what we got. You know, like I think this is one of those movies where it's so bad that it's good. Like. Okay, you remember that movie, Freddy Got Fingered? Yeah, 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 I've seen it. I'm aware right. of it. Right. It's like Tom Green, he didn't really want to make a movie. 
So I feel he, like Tom Green never wants to do anything. He always seems right. uninterested in anything <laughs> Tom Green ever does, and I love him for that. Right. So he made this. He set out to make this uh, worst movie ever made, and uh, just to troll the fans and the audiences and the critics in the studio. This feels like the same situation. <laughs> I wish I could believe that like, they tried to make it as bad, not, like, not necessarily bad, but as disappointing as they could, but uh, no, I think it was all accident. <laughs> I really don't think J.J. Abrams wanted to come back, so <laughs> he just... I, I, I think J.J. Abrams was given a tough task. I, th I think the problem was, like, if you were going to have J.J. come back, you should have had him do the second movie. Let him tell a complete arc, but instead, like, they were like, hey... People didn't like what Ryan Johnson did, so can you undo all that while also tying up everything together? Oh, by the way, this is the end of the entire Skywalker saga, so can you bring an end to all that, too? And <laughs> it's like, but, Yeah, but J.J. Abrams did want to pass it on to other filmmakers. Yeah, yeah, like, no, at I, the I end of Force did. Awakens, when he hands her the lightsaber, that's him passing the baton. But anyway. And uh, Luke just throws it away. But then he catches it in this movie, so you know, who knows? <laughs> what did you think about the hyperspeed skipping? Um, I, I didn't dislike that. I dislike that it basically is like, yo, remember that really cool thing we did at the end of Last Jedi? <laughs> yeah, that's just a thing we do now. <laughs> it was like, uh, yeah, I think I really, like, I think that it, visually it's cool. I think, um, yeah. I think if that was a thing before, it would be cool to see, like, Han Solo, like, do some hyper, like, jumping, like, what? skipping through stuff. But the fact that the Empire is just, the Resistance, the, the First order, sorry, <laughs> is just able to follow him so easily through this, and uh, even though I think it's a cool concept, I think oh, it, yeah. it just that's true. The diminishes <laughs> the tie fighters could hyperspeed, yeah, too. Like, yeah, what was the point of that anyway? I mean, if they're just gonna follow them everywhere, because it makes it harder to follow. You know, it's like uh, <laughs> it's like a bunch of like extra turns or drifts, like in a chase scene. In a obviously they're following them, but eventually you make enough. Right. Jumps are not seeing that you can stop them. So, but I think visually it was cool action. Yeah, it was fun. So, why exactly is Leia training Ray? I mean, I get why, but like. Because uh, it was established in the movie, and I think it was established in other canon like books and stuff before that she had trained as a Jedi at some point, and that leaves Leia as the last remaining person able to train anyone, because I mean. Well, yeah, but she hasn't used the Force in a long time. How is she going to... Well, it's not... She hasn't used the Force in a Jedi way, but, like, uh, as, as someone... I, I read the, the books and comics as, as I can. I don't read them all. But she's still very in tune with the Force. She still uses it in her own way. Um, so she she's not like Luke where she's cut off from the Force. She just uh, chose not to be a Jedi. But, right. But uh, I, I feel like she's still very strong in the Force. Obviously strong in the Force. Right. Um... So I believe so, I I think those scenes would have been a lot better if uh, Carrie Fisher has still been around or if they would have recast Leia. So I think uh, while the Leia scenes definitely take me out of the movie every time because it's clear that she's not like delivering with the emotion that she's supposed to because they're using dialogue that wasn't meant for the emotion of each scene. Um, I think the overall idea like if they would have if Carrie Fisher would have been still alive would have been the best case scenario if they would have recast her with someone that could have brought the emotion that she could have. I think the idea of Leia training Rey is actually pretty good. Totally, man. <laughs> I, I feel Sorry. it. Sorry. <laughs> so then um, Kylo gets his helmet repaired by like Caesar from Planet of the Apes. 
Like, I thought that was really weird. I forgot that scene happened. <laughs> what? Uh, I said, I forgot that scene happened. Yeah, yeah like, yeah, this, no, no, when you're saying it, yeah, this I'm monkey creature, it. like, fixes his helmet. He was one of the, the Knights of Ren, right? Who fixed it? Wasn't it but one of the Knights? Doesn't... What? It was one of the Knights of Ren, right? Yeah, uh, no. It was, like, this, like, monkey creature that... Wasn't the monkey creature part of the Knights, I thought? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the Knights of Ren is just a, a whole, like... Knights of Ren were forgettable, so I don't... Remember Knights of Ren could have been like really cool if they would have decided to make it really cool, but instead, all like Ryan Johnson didn't touch the subject at all, and then oh. then they never really paid it off here. And then like, especially like learning, like because in the again, it's not why who reads comics and books, like the Knights of Ren are just like this cult that worships Sith artifacts that Kylo finds. Like they're like as lame as could possibly be. It's like why did you even? <laughs> have them exist like uh i get it kylo ren sounds like a really cool name and the knights of ren sound cool but then execute on that coolness right so the festival of ancestors was pretty dumb that was like the casino planet but not as long so right (laughs) right and then it's like c3po says like there's one every 42 years or something and then he just like winks at the camera so and then there's this like little alien kid thing. Uh, she like wants to know like Ray's last name. Why does everybody need to know last names now? I feel like it's just like a like <laughs> they set it up there so they can do it. Okay, we're back on. We lost audio for a second, but we're good. Um, In the original Star Wars, it's like, uh, hey, what's your name? Right. All right, Ray. Let's go. Yeah, I, I think it was just like like I was trying to say before we lost audio is that it was they just put that scene in there so they could establish Ray taking on the Skywalker last name at the end of the right. film. Like that's literally the only reason it was there. It's like sometimes you can see through. It was like, oh no, you have this scene, just have that scene later. That was one of these moments where it's like you're just setting something up so you can do it later. Right. Um, I do think it's dumb overall to be like, Ray, uh, what's, who are you? <laughs> I don't know. I, I I know it's just nitpicking, but like. It just threw me off because, like, you want to know her family name, and I'm like, why? Like, what is it? Yeah, no, no. It, <laughs> it doesn't it, matter to you. It's not established that they would care. It's, it definitely shouldn't have been in right. there, but I, it's one of those where, like, as someone who's written screenplays, I understand why you have that scene in there to uh, have a scene later. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, like, while all this is going on, while everything is just getting more confusing, yep, yep, yep. Lando shows up. Yeah, that, that was, like... Like, like random as hell. It's like Lando, why are you on this random planet? Like we'll just use Lando to distract everybody from the cluster fucking. Don't get me wrong, I love seeing Billy D. Williams back. I love that they finally got him involved. I feel like he should have been involved sooner, especially, you know, like when his best friend was murdered. <laughs> um right. But man, they Lando was used so unaffectively here. He was not needed at all. Well, it's also like so Lando was needed to go get everyone else to come at the end of the movie. But it's like, cool, Lando can bring everyone back, but if Lando can bring everyone back, then why the fuck aren't they responding to Luke motherfucking Skywalker? <laughs> it's like, yo, this dude saved you twice. Lando only saved you once. Right. Luke saved you twice. If he's calling you, you guys show up. Like, he's... Right. Um, but right. I, I like seeing him back. I, I think yeah. he was fine in the role. He was Lando, but... 
I, I just he, he wasn't used for anything. Yeah. And then he has that creepy scene with his maybe daughter. Oh, it's yeah. like if you didn't pick up on the hints that's maybe his daughter, then you just think Lando's hitting on like this girl that's that like forty so years weird. younger than him. He's like, Where are you from? She's like, I don't know. And then he's like Let's go find out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, apparently there was like a, a subplot a like that was cut from the movie where like he's like, Oh yeah, my daughter was kidnapped by the first order. Yeah. But they cut that from the movie, but then you still decide to keep the scene of Lando talking. It's like, yeah, I'm able to pick up on what you're going down here, but a lot of general audiences are not. It's just going to come off creepy. Right. So, uh, he said Finn needs to tell Ray something. Uh, the dagger. Oh, hold up here. Before you move on to that. So, all of a sudden, they're just able to find this perfectly running ship on this planet yeah like how has this not been like taken before like we've seen star wars and like like you've seen the mandalorian i assume right yeah, yeah. mando leaves his ship for like four hours and it's already being attacked by jawas and you're gonna tell me that this ship has been sitting here for years and years <laughs> and it's perfectly functioning and no one's taking it it's kind of uh, like with the millennium falcon at the Force Awakens. Well, that, that, that's different because, like, that was on. Oh yeah. That was on like, I can't even remember his name. Whatever, uh, whatever Simon, Simon Pegg's character, character was, yeah. Whatever right. his his character's lot was. So it's like, okay, you're not going to steal from him because he's basically like the Jabba of this world is what I would equate him to. So that makes sense. But this is just randomly in the desert, abandoned. Right. Yeah, that does. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, then they're falling through the sand pit because we gotta have sand pits. Oh yeah, so they find this dagger that both Luke and Lando couldn't find. Yeah, but they happen to stumble upon it. Cause I mean, <laughs> force timey wimey wibbly wobbly stuff. <laughs> that was a Doctor Who reference. And know. the dagger. Okay, so they hold it up to the the, the destruction of the Death Star. Mm. By the way, how is there parts of the Death Star left? Wasn't it, like, obliterated? Well, uh, you gotta think of it. It's not like it was disintegrated. It was like there was an explosion from the inside, and it propelled everything out. So, I... I there still being Death Star left doesn't necessarily bother me. The throne room being perfectly intact is kind of, you know, a bit of, like, what? <laughs> but, uh, there being Death Star wreckage, I, th I think I think that was cool, like, them going to the right. Death Star wreckage. Um, I think the dagger itself is cool, the idea of, like, these Sith daggers leading you yeah, to Sith holocrons. Yeah, but they hold it up like it's One-Eyed Willy or something. Yeah, yeah, no. They, they, like, they, just remind everybody it's like that Goonies, Goonies all of a sudden. Cool. <laughs> um, and then this is also where we get our first establishment of the Force healing ability. Right. Uh, where she heals the snake thing. Which I, 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 I think I think force healing is one of the few force powers where I'm like, okay, that's cool. Right. I think force but, healing where it's like, I give my life force to you and then yeah, but and, I just and then I like die. It's kind of dumb, but I think uh, force healing itself is cool. And I like that they healed this worm instead of like fighting it. It's like, it went from a scene where it's like, oh, look, just another Star Wars monster to fight to be like, oh, look, they did something different. That's nice. Right. So there's like four fake out deaths in this movie. <laughs> Yep, 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 yep. There's one, there's Chewie. Yep, that one was just then, dumb because it's like immediately like, oh, and here's Chewie. <laughs> and then C-3PO. Yep, C-3PO where it was like, hey, hey, I'm going to completely establish how we're going to bring C-3PO back. C-3PO is just going to write it off and be like, nah, that's not going to happen. 
And then later in the movie, he's just going to come back with R2 gives his memory back. So. R2-D2 fixes him. Yeah. And uh, Kylo has a fake out death but when Ray stabs him. And then Ray has a fake out death. Um, I don't know if Kylo like getting stabbed counts as one, because I think it's pretty clear that he's going to make it through. Um, but uh, you're leaving out the... Um, what was his name? Uh, uh, the Babo, the oh yeah, Babu Frick. Babu Frick and uh, whatever Poe's love interest girl that I want to know what their story's up to. Like oh, that yeah. seems like that was interesting. Like that was such a we definitely character. we definitely didn't need it in the movie, but I was okay. like, these characters are interesting. I kind of want to know what's going on with Poe's backstory here. <laughs> I want to point out like, <clears throat> but uh, uh, their planet got blew up, so that was also a fake out death when they show up later. Continue. Right. I want to point out that like Poe's ex girlfriend or whatever. Her character was so dumb because she shows up, she like threatens to do these horrible things to these yep. to everybody. And then Ray pulls out her lightsaber and then she's like, I don't want any trouble. And then she's like, Oh, you know what? You guys are alright. <laughs> I'm like what? I think it I think it was more just like like she was trying to be like, Hey Poe, fuck you, you left. Um but I don't think I, I don't think she was like a necessarily inherently evil character. I, like, like I said, I, th- I think I think she had cool design. I think that there's a cool story there. I just don't know if we're ever gonna get it. Um, right. And then the the Bibu Fret guy. I know people love him, but I was like, yeah, it's kind of dumb. Right. <laughs> so C three PO getting his memory wiped was totally unnecessary. Yep. Yep. It was just to get a couple like, jokes in. He's one of my longest friends. I've known him since I was born. And then you as the audience know, yeah, but that's because you're only like 20 minutes old. And then he's saying, I just want to take one last look at my friends. But like, they weren't I mean, like, really if, they were, if they were actually going to like, get rid of him permanently, I think that was a sweet scene, but I think it's unneeded when he comes back as himself later. Right. I, I, I think there's also like a lot of story that's been established between all of them since The Last Jedi that we don't have to where I think he would have considered them friends um then she was basically Leia's robot and Leia was training Rey to be the next her and Poe to be the next her in the general sense so I can see that but like the whole fake out death scene especially the Chewie one earlier like it was like why oh just so you can establish that Rey's a Palpatine okay cool <laughs> right uh uh Another weird character arc was uh, General Hux. He turned out to be a spy. General Hux, like, they just didn't know it. Like, I thought General Hux was cool in Force Awakens. It was like, he this was is a cool, cool character. And then uh, Last Jedi turned him into a whiny prick. And then this one turned him into a dead whiny prick. <laughs> like, like, he completely well, ruined his character. And, like, uh, uh, was it Donald Gleason? No, Donald yeah. Gleason's the dead. Yeah, I think so. So then what's his name? Donald Gleason's the dad, I thought. Unless he's a I junior. But whatever, this actor like is a great actor. Um, yeah. Bill and um, I don't know. He's Percy, Percy and um, Percy or Bill, one of them I get confused. But one of the Weasleys, um, and then he was in like Ex Machina with Oscar Isaac. Like, he he can do great roles, and it's like you're just kind of wasting him here. <laughs> right. Like he could have been the next Tarkin, but instead he's yeah he could. But he was like screaming about you know. About, like, killing the Rebellion in uh, Force Awakens. Yep. But now he's like, I'll help you out because Kylo Ren, I don't like him anymore. 
No, no, I, th I think I think that's the one thing that last year I did establish for him was like, yo, I don't like Kylo Ren. Right. Um, so like I can understand like him being a spy, but like we didn't get to explore like that would have been a cool story arc. It was like his hatred for Kylo Ren's so great that he turned against the First Order. Um, but we didn't get to explore that because then they just kill him off. It was right. like it was like, hey, here's a cool story. Maybe nah, it's like we do trick you. Um. And, like, uh, I don't know if you watch Rebels at all. Do you watch Rebels? No. So in Rebels, there's a character that um, starts off uh, working for the Empire as, like, the... Not a moth. Whatever's under a moth um, for this town. And then eventually, like, they he slowly becomes a rebel spy. And I think, like, they did that so well in that. Because, like, he gets saved by one of the characters of Rebels sometimes. Like, they have, like, a bonding experience. He's, like torn and conflicted until he eventually fully comes over to the good side. It's like, you were able to do that so well in this. It makes the fact that you weren't able to do anything with General Hux even that much more disrespectful. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then we find out that Ray is a Palpatine. Yeah, that this... this I... Go ahead, you first. Tell me. At first it sounded like a cool idea, but then I was like, yeah, I liked it better when she came from nothing. Yeah, I, li I like the come from nothing thing. Right. I and I don't think you're wrong where it sounds like a cool idea that she's a Palpatine. This is another thing like the Emperor coming back. I think I think these are things that are really cool ideas that if executed right are cool. But because before this movie we had less Jedi where it set up this whole other idea of her being s from something new, something completely different, and anyone can be a Jedi that to then just be like, now she's a Palpatine all of a sudden, and like, she's never gotten that backstory, and be like, no, Kylo wasn't lying because her parents were nothing, because they chose to be nothing was all just yeah. stupid, <laughs> and it was like, you don't, you don't have to do this, why do it? Like, people have accepted that Ray came from nothing. Just go with it. Right. Um, I thought they did set it up in The Last Jedi when uh, Luke was training her, and then he said he went to, straight to the dark. Yeah, right. I, I can see that, but I feel like in that, like, Luke's clearly referencing Kylo in this scenario. Like, it's clear that he's referencing, like, the only other person I've seen with this much power, raw power, talking about Kylo. Um, and, like, especially in this movie, to then be like, oh no, Luke knew you were a Palpatine, but still decided to train you. Like, it's... I don't know, it just doesn't seem right for where it was. Like, don't get me wrong, I think the Luke Skywalker that we know would have trained Rey, even knowing that she was a Palpatine, like, not believing in family bonds, like, especially how he was able to turn his father back to the light side and, right. and not become the next Darth Vader, but I think the Luke we got in Last Jedi was different. I don't think he would have. And, and in fact, well, I really didn't like Luke at all in this movie. Like, I think the, I think the Luke scenes, like, like when he's... When he talks to Ray about how about Leia's training thing, I think that was good. But I think like the Luke that was here like didn't really have any purpose. He was just here to be like, "No, I'm Luke Skywalker again. Forget about Last Jedi." It's like right. I, I would have liked to see the Last Jedi Luke like have growth in his Force Awakens things, not just completely go back to be like, "No, Jedi are cool." Right. <laughs> no, I I actually did like Luke in this one. Like, I liked him in the Last Jedi also. Yeah. But I liked that he was like at peace with the force you know yeah but uh, he his hair grew too did you notice that yeah i think that like, would, i guess that just when you're the... a force ghost your hair grows because well, well i, I... <laughs> han solo's hair grew too i'm like what is happening 
well, Han Solo at one, that's the best scene in the movie, hands down. Um, but also, like, we don't really, I, I don't think the Han Solo that we saw was a Force ghost. I think that was more just Kylo self-projecting through the Force. Right. You know what I mean? I don't know, he just, Luke just looked like he just retired from a garage band or something. Yeah, I, I, I think the look of Luke was cool. I just think, like, he, he didn't. Like he, we could have done so much more with Luke, and I just, I just think it was kind of a waste to have him in the movie for what we had him in here for. Right. Well, again, I'm just nitpick. Anyway. Uh, oh yeah. So, Palpatine. That creates another plot hole because, how did Luke's uh, lightsaber call to her in the Force Awakens if she's a Palpatine? Well, because. Uh... I don't think that's a plot hole, but I think it's more like the Force knows if you're good. Like the Force, like has its own mind almost. Like, like the the Force knew that just because she was a Palpatine didn't mean she was going to inherently be evil. Like I think the Force is feeling this, and it's one of the most powerful beings in existence. Like she's incredibly powerful in the Force, obviously. Like without draining that, it knew that it that. Through this person, we can set things right. Right. Yeah. Do you feel what I'm saying? <laughs> saying here. Yeah. Right? Okay. That's kind of why she should have said Palpatine at the end, like instead of Skywalker. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. You get. I, I think it, it's truer to. It would have been cool for her to say Palpatine, but I think it's truer for Ray to be like, no, the people that really, like, if anything, like her connection to Han. In the first movie, I think Solo would have been, like, a good name to say there that would have also fit her character. But I think Skywalker definitely fits, like, the arc she's been through where it's like, hey, it's not about the families that you're born from. It's about the ones you choose. And the Skywalkers chose me because she had that connection with Luke. And then she trained with Leia for however many years. So I, 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 I like that decision. I, I, I think Palpatine would have been cool, but I don't think it would have fit the character, if you know what I mean. All right. Let's see. Uh, and then there's a point in the movie where Leia takes off her headphones and walks away, and then Maz Kanata basically turns to the camera and goes, this is the part of the movie where Leia tries talking to Kylo until it kills her using all her strength. Like, it was so weird. Like, why is she narrating? (laughs) That was a thing where it was like you couldn't, Again, we couldn't have Carrie Fisher to do the scene. I think I. This is a good. I'm gonna talk about how much I love Kylo Ren's redemption. This because I've hated Kylo the entire series, but I I love Ben Solo in this movie. Like I think like that's the one thing this movie did is it gave him a good character arc. He's the only character that grew, and like I thought there was no way they could make me believe that he would turn back to the good. But like just first his mom like finally calling out to him with her last breath. Like you could see the way that affected to him. And then, like, that conversation they had with Han, which, again, I think is my favorite scene in the movies, my favorite, one of my favorite scenes in all of Star Wars. I think that really sold it. Um, but I think you also needed that Han scene because we couldn't have, like, the big Carrie Fisher, Kylo moment because, you know, she's not with us anymore. Um, so I think that, that was also something to do with that, where it's like, hey, we need to make sure you know what's happening here because we can't have... Leia specifically say this because uh, she's cool. Also, side note here, I think it's really cool. Like when they did the past Leia scenes, um, they actually used uh, Billy Lord, uh, Carrie Fisher's daughter, to play young Leia. And those, that was really cool. Just wanted to make that note. Right. 
Totally, man. Spot on. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Han Solo comes back. Favorite scene in the movie, then. I got off it, my plane. I never thought Han was gonna. I never come. Like, never thought that Harrison was gonna come back into the role, and like, that was such a great scene because like he's he's mimicking what he said in Force Awakens, right. but then also changing it and like also delivering it a different to where it's like it, it, it shows the power of deliberate, where it's like. Oh, you can take words but deliver it a different way to make it cool. And it also shows the problem with character scenes because these were not the right delivery for that. That's why her scenes didn't work, but this did work so well. Right. Yeah. They must have, like, called him, like, 50 times. No, <laughs> I, I heard a story, like, like JJ was like, oh, how did you get Harrison? I was like, well, I called him up and said, hey, do you want to do this? And he was like, yeah. Really? Yeah, all they did was, like, pitch him on the idea, and it was like, boom, done. That's surprising. That's the power of J.J. Abrams. I mean, he wanted Han Solo to die for so long. Like, why? Why would he come back? <laughs> well, because, you know, they're not like, hey, we're not bringing four, uh, Han back to life. Yeah. And he's like, cool, I'm still dead? I'm about that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, I think that scene was great. I think the, the battle between uh, Rey and Kylo was cool there. Um... And like I said, it started off this redemption arc for Kylo that was believable and cool that led through the rest of the movie. Yeah. Um, uh, I didn't like the Ray and Kylo's lightsaber duel because they were basically doing the same move over and over. Like yeah, but it, it wasn't about the action that was there; it was the emotion behind the action. It's like Ray's like making one last call for Ben's heart and. Kylo's trying to harm her without killing her because he still wants her on his side. Like, 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 you can tell like they're both holding back almost. Like they're they're both trying to get the other person on their side. So I enjoyed the scene myself. I don't right. understand if you don't like it. No, I just got so distracted because it looked like they were fencing by how <laughs> they just kept doing the same move over and over. But anyway, uh, Ray finally fights Palpatine. Uh, you know, he does a force suck thing on both of them. Yeah, that, that, well, also, before we get into that, the whole fucking being able to send your lightsaber, like, through the force to Kylo. Right. Like, I, I think that's a dumb force power. Right. I mean, like, oh, here's this lightsaber. It's like, I, I get you've established it, but that's another dumb force power. And then... Uh, Kylo Ren throws away his lightsaber because he's stupid. Yeah, he threw that away before, yeah. And then he picks up a blaster because I guess he wants to be on Solo now. I mean, he is on Solo's son. <laughs> and then he gets beat up by Knights of Ren. And then he gets the fucking lightsaber from Rey. Dumb force power. <laughs> and then, I guess, like, you can, like, Amazon Prime with the force now. <laughs> That's a good, I like that. Because, like, she somehow had Leia's lightsaber. Oh yeah, yeah. When she, when she uh, leaves, uh, with when she leaves from Luke's planet, uh, Luke says take both. Right. So so she had both lightsabers. I don't remember that part. Yeah, yeah. Luke Luke says that. I think oh, so. okay. Yeah, yeah. Never. It was like because uh, uh, she was debating like which one to take, and then like Luke's ghost said take both, or, right. or he just said you're going to take both of these. Right. So now he wants Palpatine wants Ray to kill him. Yeah, and Palpatine like, wants to, like, venom her or some shit. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, I am all a Sith. 
And then yeah, she we, goes. We get our, our first endgame callback. <laughs> it's the exact same scene. Yep. Like, they didn't even try to make it, like, uh, subtle. Yeah, and then, then right after that, or right before, um, it's just we get the other endgame callback where it's basically on your left, and then yeah. fucking Wedge Antilles and Lando and every other character yeah, and minor how... character you've seen all show up to help fight the day. <laughs> They knew how people liked the ending of Endgame. And because it's Disney and they're not original anymore. And they have to copy off their own movies now. So, finally, the best moment of the movie. Raylo Kiss. Which came out of fucking nowhere. Man, that was it was <laughs> so unestablished in this movie. Like, like I could see that. It like, came out of nowhere. Like, right after Last Jedi, they were pushing it. I didn't like it, but they were pushing it, and I could have seen it there. But it's like their relationship was definitely more brother-sister throughout the rest of this movie. And then, uh, she always of course, this him. is Star Wars, so. <laughs> she always <laughs> hated him. Yeah. Well, she hated him, but she would have taken Ben's hand. Yeah. So, yeah. This, and then, this, wasn't, this wasn't Kylo anymore. It's just Ben. And then Kylo wanted him, wanted her to join him on another. I don't know, man. And then <laughs> Kylo gives gives his life for that, for Ray. Um, that scene just like messed with my mind. <laughs> it, it was dumb and unneeded, and in a movie that was already too full, like why put it in there? Right. So now Ray goes to Tatooine. Right, you skip you skip one of the best found. parts. What about the the space horses? Yeah. How did she even find it? How, how did they just land those horses onto the ship? That's what I want to know. Like, <laughs> they're just riding these horses down the Death Star? Or down the, the Star Destroyer? Yeah, and Tatooine is totally deserted now. And then there's this one lady. Yeah. Comes out of nowhere. She wants to know her last name for some reason. Yeah, yeah of course. She Ray goes, what? Ray Skywalker. Then you look over and you see exactly two Force ghosts. Yeah, it's really weird for the old lady's perspective, because, like, she goes, what's your name? Ray. And then she goes over there and looks for a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> Ray Skywalker. And she has that, that orange-yellow lightsaber at the end to show that, like, she's not a Jedi or a Sith. She's something new. Um, right. I don't know. I, I think I like where this movie ends in that perspective. A lot of things I don't like, but I think in that perspective it's cool. Right. Where she's like a, something new. I think I've just had enough of Star Wars. Like the Mandalorian is on the right great. track. I think the Obi-Wan series will be but cool. It's not Star Wars. I'm just tired of Jedi now. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I'm tired of this era of Jedi. I still would love something in the Old Republic. Right. Um, like before, like they completely sided with the Republic. I, th- I think something about like Grey Jedi uh, would be cool. Um, definitely want to see more Sith. I think I, I think we really haven't gotten like real Siths, and it's basically just been the Palpatine show this whole time. But I mean, like Darth Bane, Darth Revan, these are some cool fucking characters that would be cool to see. But um, yeah, I definitely think there's more stories to tell in Star Wars that aren't uh, right. Jedi. I think that's definitely what uh, Mandalorian has shown us. I wonder how Ryan Johnson's trilogy would be. Is he still doing that? <sighs> Who knows? <laughs> the whole Star Wars trilogies that were messes. I mean, the, the, I really the hope it's not another... Game of Thrones were supposed to make one. That got canceled. Uh, Taiki Waititi's apparently supposed to be working on a movie. Really? Yeah. You like Thor Ragnarok. Kevin Feige is supposed to do one, too. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I don't know. It's like a... 
Star Wars is like an 80s horror icon. Like, it just comes back and then does the same shit all over again. <laughs> I love me 80s horror, though, so, so we're fine. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, let's get some final thoughts on this. Um, overall, I'm still not sure if I liked it or not. There's definitely yeah. things I like in it, and I I definitely don't think it's good. Um but I feel like at times it feels more Star Wars than the uh, the rest of this new trilogy has felt. Um, I get like as we established, I think the chemistry between Ray Pitt and Foe is definitely on point. Right. Um, and that Han Solo scene to stop, man. I love that Han Solo scene. But yeah. overall, there's way too much in it for me. I, it's kind of a mess. It's sloppy, yeah. and they backtrack too much on Last Jedi. I mean, I get why you wanted to do that because people the. the larger audience didn't seem to like Last Jedi but like if you establish it don't just unestablish it immediately after you know what I mean right I I don't think The Last Jedi is better than this but I do think it was more intriguing because it, it subverted our expectations it but. had a story and it had character arcs and it was a movie and I think that's something that this wasn't right I, yeah I'm I'm just not sure which one I liked more I, I definitely feel like I, I appreciate Last Jedi. Like before, yeah. before this movie, like I was like, man, Last Jedi has some of my least favorite scenes in Star Wars, and some of my favorites. So like I would still watch my favorite scenes, but like I was just like, man, Last Jedi overall is not great. But I think I definitely appreciate Last Jedi more because it was trying to do something where like right. it this definitely took wasn't risks. trying to do anything. It definitely took risks. Yep. But this one did not. <laughs> That's what made this one very, very, you know sloppy yep and uh the thing i liked more in this one is that the humor was handled better oh yeah i wasn't trying to be a joke fest i hated the last jedi humor like because it opens up with a yo mama joke yeah (laughs) like it it was just totally out of place i think really looking back on this whole trilogy the best joke of the whole trilogy i just thought this joke now so so it might be a little rough but is uh you know the very first line in force awakens because they say uh this is going to make things right <laughs> right and then we got three movies and no in fact did not begin to make things right <laughs> right uh, i guess we covered everything yeah that was um totally man our thoughts and spoilers about everything and right. almost everything in uh, Rise of Skywalker. Um, I don't have a sign off either, so you're going to have to about that. Um, <laughs> Alright, so like I said, this is uh, Mike from Internet Scholars. Not sure where we're posting this yet. Maybe you're seeing this on the Internet Scholars uh, uh, feed, uh, or Cruz will handle all that when he gets his shit together. Uh, anyways, this is Cruz signing off. Go ahead. Totally, man. Whatever you said. <laughs> you, you, you just say your name and say goodbye, man. Just, you got this. Just, just say, like, yo, I'm Cruz. See you guys. Yeah, yeah I'm Cruz. Uh, this is me. <laughs> uh, I'm not. He's a rookie podcaster. We'll get him up there. Uh, anyways, it's Mike. You know me. You love me. Probably not, but maybe you do. See you guys next time. And uh, let us know what you think about Rise of Skywalker. Uh, was it a movie? That's the big question after all this. See you guys next time. I don't think it was. <laughs>